0: Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Kevin Schwartz, who is the Principal for Transformation Strategy EMEA with Zscaler. Uh, Kevin, welcome. Hey, thank you, Nick. So, Kevin, obviously interesting times. Um, There's been an absolutely incredible transfer of of people working from uh, an office environment to a a remote environment with, with some very big changes as part of that. What I want to focus on, though, is I mean clearly we're in the middle of that, but what is it going to be like afterwards? I mean, what comes after COVID nineteen would be my first
1: question. This is an interesting question. So I guess certain companies have been not planning or basically haven't expected just a pandemic and this sort of you know impact on them. So I would say we need to differentiate now in three different types of, of groups. So. If I'm taking this as the example of the investments in terms of remote access. So one is basically they invested into the existing infrastructure and this is maybe locking them down or, for example, moving to items on the roadmap, like, you know, zero trust architecture. Um, The second ones maybe have increased their remote access or using their VPN or more heavily, but basically have a backup solution, which is maybe their zero trust solution in future. And to the third ones, which basically, you know, they said there is no real alternative in place. So how about we risk it all and basically going for a new solution in place and investing into it heavily and seeing what happens, what should we lose? Right. So I would say in terms of how does it look afterwards, I guess we're seeing customers that either are beyond or behind their um, roadmap by basically the decision that they felt during the pandemic times. So we've
0: seen, I mean, again, it's an interesting time for things like investments in VPN infrastructure. Um, do you think that will stay or is this going to be downgraded again?
1: <laughs> that, that's a good question. So I would say also in the sense of, you know, what, what is going to happen afterwards is I see companies are maybe locked down into it now. So we will see again here companies that now invested into it heavily for a longer time or basically a longer period. I don't see them moving away from it, even if, you know, I mean, nobody likes VPN, but I don't see that changing for now. The second ones, which may be what I described with having already invested into their future solution as a backup, have now a great chance of basically proving the solution working and maybe then have still the time of switching over. Um, the third type I described is basically, I guess now, yeah, they are moving ahead, right? So they they are totally on track and Basically I guess those ones from my perspective got it right. I don't see it anywhere moving down again from the amount of people that are working from home, et cetera, means people will work from anywhere. So those requirements even after the pandemic won't decrease. So you will need to have a high number of capacity for user styling or getting into your private applications.
0: So talking about, and we mentioned zero trust, I mean, zero trust is is a phrase that we've talked about at length, you know, in in other conversations with Zscaler. Um, It seems to be really coming of age now in that we're moving now to, I mean, clearly this paradigm where we can see the importance of the remote worker and, you know, companies that were ahead of the game have been able to treat their employees no matter where they are as a, a, you know, w- within the, the network has been fundamental to their success in a lot of ways. So again, is, I mean, fundamentally, well, first of all, maybe define zero trust, which just to sort of briefly describe that, but then talk about what, what is what is the way forward? Is it zero trust?
1: <laughs> for, uh, basically for me, um, yes, it is, it is the way forward, right? So there's no other way around, why? I mean, zero trust implicates, you know, that, I mean, or others, digital business transformation requires that systems, et cetera, you know, are basically everywhere So, or basically accessible by every, wherever they are, right? So things are moving to the clouds. So means with, with your old way of working or basically with your old understanding of trusting or not trusting is totally redundant now, right? So zero trust is for me the way forward. And I guess many companies before the pandemic would have answered the same way. Right, so they had it on their roadmap. So people will continue to work from everywhere. So even if we are now sort of lockdowns, what we discussed before in the questions, this will not go away. Yeah, so companies will need to address whatever is coming in terms of zero trust for them, as the users were required.
0: For a lot of companies now, there's there's a lot of like clear concerns about you know the, the financial um, situation and when some projects are going to likely be cut off. So where do you see that going with with the current financial outlook? I mean, how how do companies sort of triage what stays and what goes when it comes to uh, projects that they're going to be investing in going forward?
1: Yeah, so very good question. So first of all, I guess many companies are aiming still for moving into the cloud. I also see discussions of basically building up their own infrastructure or that will stay as an important you know, investment for them moving forward. Why? Because they still want to ensure they saw the importance of having own capacity to run their own critical applications by themselves. Um, in terms of the financial outlook, I, I believe strongly that we are basically running into a financial crisis or basically into a crisis that we can't yet estimate. This is then, of course, as every IT project is going to be questioned rather than a focus of what is bringing me real value. I suppose transformation projects that we may have done a few years back by, you know, replacing a router with a new type of product and calling it transformation, Mm -hmm. those days are going to be over, right? I guess we rather would like, or basically companies are looking rather forward to invest into solutions that are transforming their business and generating value right away instead of, you know, let's say, nice to have or add on projects that are rather on the paper transformation.
0: So let's talk about it again, I mean, what do companies do that lock down to a certain technology now?
1: Yeah. So um, basically, I mean, again, to my favorite three types of differentiators, right? So of course, the ones that selected solutions like the one my company is offering, have done it completely right, right? So, <laughs> so just joking. I mean, it's, um, we see it, I mean, based on that example, I I can explain it simply the best, right? So they have either now locked down into a solution that they don't like, which on the roadmaps wasn't planned to be sort of the solution in future. Well, so bad luck, right? So this solution will stay now with the topics that we discussed of a financial crisis. I'm not seeing this being addressed soon. So if for example, a company wanted to address zero trust by, having a next or a different solution for remote access implemented i guess those will be on their roadmap you know put far ahead right so they are going to to need to wait a bit more time now second type is where they had the backup they have still the chance of moving into the solution that they want to and moving away of the solution that we so to say call lockdown and the third ones that have now you know basically decided for the solution that they wanted to go anyway for this part of the roadmap. I mean, those are the ones that I would call now front runners, right? So they are now seeing the solution. They are generating the benefits. Um, this is how to say, I mean, this is just fantastic. They risked it all, but luckily they made the right step into the direction of the roadmap and they're generating now, you know, the valuable um, benefits of the solution they wanted to go
0: for. Very good. So I'm going to ask you one, one final question. It is, it is again, a bit of a, I'd say, uh, very nebulous in terms of how this might work <laughs> out, right? But it's, it's I mean, my, my own personal hypothesis would be that this is a game changer in the way that people will travel and work going forward. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think, I mean, fundamentally, you know, is, is more remote work going to be established now? Is that going to be the norm or again what does it look like when we're through the (laughs) pandemic and but now we've still got this you know we've got this remote workforce we got it but we still got clearly the overheads of office space and things like that so what's how do companies right size at the end of this
1: (laughs) yeah so i guess a perfect question so i guess after the crisis everybody is first of all interested of seeing the offers and seeing their their colleagues simply because they have been long enough with their families. Um, but on a on a mid to long term I see this shifting, right? So I guess many many areas or many sectors have never worked from home or they never thought they could work from home. And they basically saw now, okay, this is a valuable option to take. So I would say the office as we know it, or basically the work that we know doesn't exist in future anymore. So this will change. I guess we will now have a huge push in different types of working options, either be it work from home, be it, you know, working in a in an environment that is like, for example, WeWork or whatever Reaches is offering, right? Or we basically, you know, seeing a reduced amount of um, of office space, which is then shareable desks or whatever options are existing there right? Um, in terms of traveling, um, I mean, I calculated myself, I would be normally in this time of the year already on flight number 40 or 50. Um, I guess the importance of meeting face-to-face will will keep existing, especially in sales environments. Um, but hey, still, I mean, we saw it now working, right? So to have meetings also face-to-face like, you know, just video conferencing works in the same manner. So I guess also here, we may come to 30 flights up until now and still 40 or 50, but it won't go away all.
0: Um, really enjoyed the discussion this morning. So that was um, Kevin Schwartz, who's the Principal for Transformation Strategy EMEA at Zscaler. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Thank you, Nick.